Okay guys, today we're going to do something a little different. Instead of spinning yarn, we're going to use some of this that we've been spinning up. And we're going to go ahead and um, crochet a beanie. We're going to do a single crochet beanie, but we're going to do it using three different strands of yarn. So we got three balls of two-ply yarn here that we've been spinning up. And I'm going to be pulling out of there. And then we're going to be using this large hook, and that's going to be um, where we get our, our uh, gauge from, our large texture and stuff. All right, so I started this hat out by uh, chain stitching like three stitches and then slip stitching that together to form a loop that I could crochet into all the way around. And then I slipped stitched or not slip stitch I chain stitched one out to start the first row and then I did eight more stitches around so that would be nine in total because that first um, chain stitch acts as a single crochet as well but uh, anyway so it's got nine spokes in the center then we went two um, single crochets in every single crochet from the row before so that took us out to 18 now at 18, we just did a single crochet in every single crochet from the row before. So our third row is 18 as well. And then on our fourth row, we went one single crochet, and then two single crochets in the next stitch, and then one single crochet, and then two single crochets. So that takes us from 9, 18, 18, 27. Then we did the same thing, 27 on the next row, and that's given us a good um arch you know a good curved top to this hat um, and now we are at the place where we're going to do one single crochet one single crochet and then double then one single one single double because that's going to take us out from uh, 27 to 36 and that might be about it once we do a single crochet uh, on the next row for every so we have two rows of 36 36 might be the diameter to our hat we'll have to see how large the cap is when we get there but uh, right now we're going to start off by taking a uh, chain stitch out so that'll be our first then we do a single crochet in the stitch that we started from and then we're off and running this is the second and then on this third stitch we're going to do two single crochets in the third stitch then we're going to repeat that pattern a single crochet a single crochet and then a double crochet or no, a single crochet a single crochet and then two single crochets then a single crochet single crochet then two single crochets that gives us this uh, geometric pattern that we can build out from the original nine spokes incrementally. All right, now it's time for two and one. One, two. Then it's time for one. Time for another one. Then it's time for double again. One, two. 
The nice thing is you don't have to keep that close track because it is kind of obvious when you're going between double crochets to single, single, double, single, single, double. Um, it's pretty easy to spot, so that's cool. Now we're ready for a double. It is freezing rain here right now, and you probably can't see it on the video, but it's actually like coming down like all oh, this is going to be ice covered because uh, it's misting pretty fine, but it's freezing very quickly. All right. Yep. Now we're back onto our singles because we've done two there. And uh, I want to go fast. I don't want to have a lot of stitches around the hat so that uh, we can make it thick, but we can also make it at speed. And um, this hook is the largest hook you get into. Is it, a, is it a Q? I'll have to find out about that. But um, it's the largest hook you get into before you jump up to that S hook. Um, and I really don't think you can make a good textured um, hat with an S hook that people are going to want to wear. It'll be a little too um, lace. But uh, this <coughs> hook, if you're using, like I said, three strands of two-ply that are like a uh, fingering weight two-ply, um, then you get a good, solid... Um, these holes that you can see here are going to fill in because of the fact that I'm using three different strands. You'll see with time uh, they will shift and fill and you won't have those holes, but you still will have a pretty lofty and um, heavy material, and I really like that. All right, so we've done two singles, so now it's time for a double here, and that's a double um, crochet, let's single crocheting twice in the stitch from before, not a double crochet. Then we're back to single. Anyways, um, so I'm using about six of my singles, which is pretty crazy because that makes this a thick, thick material. Um, but then it's easy to get it whipped up pretty quick. It's easy to um, crochet with such a large hook, but you come out with a material that people really like and it's thick like this. I'm using size 15 needles on here, which is about the same diameter. Um, and I'm using three strands of two ply uh, fingering weight or lace weight. And uh, I get the same effect here. When I knit this initially, it looks pretty holy. But um, after just like a week of it relaxing, it all fills in. And you can probably see here that uh, this is a thick material. And we're not dealing a whole lot with uh, being able to see through or wind cutting in at all. All right, so this is the twofer. And a single. Pretty soon, I just got done with an ear flap hat that matches this. It's black on black. Um, instead of a pom-pom, it's just got a little stem up here. So you've got a stem, ear flap hat, um, tassels, but it's black on black. So the whole thing's black. So this is black. The ear flap hat's black. This will be a black 
crocheted beanie and then we're going to do one stockinette uh, stocking cap that'll be completely black and that's going to be the four hats that we are making and selling this year straight from the farm because uh, we're not going to have to source that white wool or hold on just a second so that was two this was one here's one everything could just be from a giant pool of all of our dark wool Alright, I had originally intended on making it around this loop, which goes to right here, which will do that. But I don't know if I'll be able to make it an entire another uh, row because uh, my self is going numb on this crazy frozen chair. And I did not anticipate that. Should have brought out a uh, towel or something. But um, here we go. We're going to go one. Then one in the next, then two in the following, one, two, and then one, one. Now this is what's kind of complicated, and I don't know if this is just going to throw a lot of you off, but we started with that one chain stitch actually in the place of what would have been the end of this entire row. So we're going to start up one stitch short because we had that extra stitch at the beginning. Um, and so when we do that, what we're going to have to do is one last stitch here. This would normally be a two stitch, but we're going to do one. It's going to be hard to get in there because of the slip stitch that we ended the last row on before we did the chain stitch to begin this one. All right, and then we're going to tie in to that uh, chain stitch that made our first stitch. So when we did our chain stitch up to begin with, um, we, if we would have counted that as our first stitch and then did a single in the next, then two doubles, we could have went all the way around here and then did two doubles at the end and tied in. But uh, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do a single, a single, and then a double um, after the chain stitch. And that's why it makes that last one our final stitch. Uh, when you're done with this, if you can spot the seam, which um, you kind of have to know how it was done to even be able to spot it. But if you can spot the seam, it looks better when you do it this way, when you start with the last stitch of the row and work around to it, than if you start with that as the first stitch. If you start with that as the first stitch, your seam kind of veers back this way as you go down because, of course, you're crocheting in a spiral anyways. So uh, that's just a pro tip. I know it didn't make a lot of sense, but um, in the end, your product looks a lot nicer if you do it that way. If you use your chain stitch that you start this row with as the actual last stitch of that pattern, then... Uh, and everything works out good and is optically pleasing. All right, so now we're doing the chain stitch and then we will stitch into the uh, stitch that we came out of and now it's just a single in every single from the one before and that's it, the whole row. You just go around doing single crochets until you're back at the beginning again. 
And like I said, this is probably going to give us our full crown by the time I get around to here. Um, that might be as big as we want to go. We'll see. It might not be. We might want to go a big one on this. What I like about using these three separate balls is that because it goes so fast when you're using three strands, you only need pretty small balls to begin with. And uh, the nice thing about having those small balls is they're really easy to carry around. You're not dealing with a big um, mess of fiber that you're trying to like massage around and pull center feet out of and stuff. Even when you're at the end of these balls, um, they're still pretty small and pretty taut for pulling out of the center feed, which is nice um, because that's important when you're on the go. You don't want to be fiddling with your fiber really at all if you can help it. So multiple bowls, multiple small balls is better than one large ball. And I think that is where we're going to end it for this week. Hopefully, um, at the beginning of the next episode, I will have, uh, you know, this hat done so that you can see it. But if I stay out here any longer, this stuff is just going to get soaking wet. So I'm going to have to sign off and try to snap you a picture when it's done. But it's coming along really nice. <laughs>